Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the prayer experience. We are so blessed to have you join us today um, from all over the world, wherever you are joining from, you are so welcome. And it makes prayer so much more powerful when we can all join and pray together in one accord at the same time. So please share this video. Please just share it through Facebook or YouTube or whatever other platform you're on. You never know who you're connected to that would love to be able to connect with us today. Just through you being able to share it, we can get this out to more people and have more people standing with us as we pray. And please um, take note of the prayer experience hotline. Um, we've got a mobile number and a UK landline. Again, if you don't need it just now, you never know when you're in a situation where you need prayer, whether you're going for a job interview, whether you've got someone who's had an accident, who's close to you, whether you've got someone who has just been diagnosed with an illness, please keep this number, share it with other people that you know. You can always have someone standing with you in prayer when you need it. And please join the Prayer Experience community. We have a Facebook group. We're also on WhatsApp. And we've got quite a growing community now of you all joining. Again, please just get connected with us. Leave a comment. Um, share testimonies. If you have anything private, you can always send it via the email or you can just simply leave a comment on Facebook or YouTube as we pray together today. We love to hear from you and we love looking at all your comments and seeing you praying along and connecting with us. So let's start today by giving thanks. So the scripture we've got this morning, this afternoon is from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18 from the New Living Translation and it says be thankful in all circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. You know we're going to come across different times during our, during the day, different times and different seasons of our lives where we are struggling where we feel like our walk with God is difficult and we may not feel like giving thanks. We may be coming against challenging times. We may be caught up in sickness. We may have had some bad news. We may not have got the job that we wanted. We may have been praying into something and not seen any results yet. And this scripture says we need to remain thankful in all circumstances because that is what God's will for us is. So even if you don't feel like it today, you know, we have so much to be thankful for. You know, we look at our brothers and sisters across the world who are caught up in conflicts, in wars. I look at our brothers and sisters in Iran and Afghanistan. We see what's going on there and we have so much to be grateful for. So let's just turn our hearts and our minds and our focus onto him today and just give thanks. Please join me as we pray together. You know, Father God, we come before you today with gratitude, with thankfulness that you have given us everything that we have. We thank you for your provision, which is restored daily. We thank you that your mercies and your grace is fresh every single day, that we know you, that we have our identity in who we are in you. We thank you that we are not caught up in the day-to-day things that keep us bound and restrained in the world, but we have this time to come before you today and give thanks 
to start with before we get into the prayers, Lord. And we just thank you that you are right here in our midst. We thank you that we can come before you with our prayers and petitions. And we know that you are listening. We know that you are right here with us, no matter where we are all over the world. And thank you, Lord, just for being here with us today. And thank you for everything that you continue to do for us daily. Amen. So let's move on to the inspired word. And the scripture we've got is from 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 11 to 12. And it says, go out and stand before me on the mountain. So this is God talking to Elijah. And the Lord told him, as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle whisper. So on Tuesday, um, Pastor Deli was talking to us about moving from being a civilian into what God has called us to be, you know, how to change our lives, how to walk with Christ. And I just got the sense as we were praying that some people, some of you are wondering how, how does that relate to me? I really want to be able to do that, but how? So I just wanted just to bring us that scripture first as we can talk and pray into this area of how to do this, how to walk in our calling. So this scripture talks about how, you know, Elijah stood there and he's expecting God to move in this mighty way, but God doesn't, God comes right at the end as that gentle whisper. And that is how the Lord often speaks to us. You know, we need to be in that place where we are calm. We need to be in that quiet place where we can actually hear that whisper when he's talking to us. You know, how can we be led by him? How can we follow his voice if we're so distracted? and caught up in the things of the world, in watching Netflix, in being spending so much time on social media. You know, if we can quieten down those distractions that fill up our lives, we'll be able to tune in and hear that whisper when he wants to talk to us, when he wants to lead us, when he has a word for us to speak to someone else, when we have that still small voice saying, pray for this person. When we have that still small voice that nudges us like, look at this job advert, you know, speak to this person, message this person. You know, it's those still quiet nudges that opens doors for us to pursue the doors that God's opening. But if we're not able to tune in to his voice, if we're not able to be in that moment where we're constantly carrying his presence and we know the sound of his voice, we know it when it's him talking to us, then we're not going to be able to fully step into what he is calling us to do. So let's just start praying into this together. You know, Father God, we want to be able to walk in what you are calling us to do. 
you know, Father God, we, our arms are wide open now. You know, we are coming before you today and we're saying, Lord, use me. Lord, I am ready. I am ready to start walking wherever you are calling me to go. You know, Father God, show me the things in my lives which are distracting me, which are filling me with so much noise and clutter and distractions in my life that I need to put aside so that I can draw closer to you. You know, just keep praying these things over you, over yourself as well as we pray. You know, Father God, I just pray that if I am spending too much time on Netflix, if I am spending too much time on Disney Plus, if I am spending too much time on social media, if I'm spending too much time watching YouTube videos, if I'm spending too much time being distracted, Lord, I ask you to show me, to reveal to me the areas in my life that I can declutter, that I can quieten down to make space for you to talk to me. Father God, I am asking you to start leading me. You know, I'm asking you to draw me near to you. I'm asking you to also draw near to me as I walk through my day-to-day life you know, let us start listening to worship music when we're out and about instead of listening to secular music. Let us start having music on in our homes. Let us start listening to messages of hope, of life that he wants to speak to us. Let us be led by the spirit. Let us pray into what he wants us to listen to. You know, let us seek God. Let us fill more of our lives with his presence so then we can switch into what he is leading us to do. So we want to be at that point where we know his voice so well that when that little whisper comes, we could be in the middle of a busy shopping center. We could be in the middle of the street. We could be in the middle of a supermarket and we will hear that whisper clearly that leads us to pray for that person or to go and help that person or to go and speak to that person you know, Lord, we pray that you will start using us more effectively as we draw closer to you today, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you are doing. So let's move on to pray for the church. So the scripture we've got is from John 15, verse 5 to 8 of the New King James Version. And it says, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. So we think of when we talk about the vine, you know, we think of grapes and it's so we listen to so many messages and so many worship songs speaking about you know, pressing the oil, extracting the oil, you know, creating new wine. And we forget the process that that grape goes through until it gets to the point where that wine or the oil in the case of an olive can actually be extracted. 
You know, the grape has to be attached to the vine in order to grow. You know, it doesn't get nutrients, it doesn't get water, it doesn't get any of the goodness that it needs to grow unless it is attached. So in terms of us, you know, in terms of the body of Christ, we don't just see one grape growing on a tree. We see the grapes growing in clusters. And so that's how it needs to be for us as part of the body of the church. We are called to fellowship. We are called to be in groups. We are called to get together when we pray. We're called to get together when we worship and we fellowship because there is so much more strength and power in that. You know, we want to pray for the church today that the church will be connected you know that each individual person will be able to be connected to a church but a church that will feed them a church that will push them a church that will encourage them to grow a church that will be able to see the goodness that's in them and be able to push them to the point where they can grow in these giftings they can grow in their calling they will have the confidence and the spiritual backing and guidance to be able to walk in what God is calling them to do. You know, we pray that churches will rise people up, you know, and we pray that the churches themselves will be connected through prayer. They'll be connected to God. They will not be churches that are run by man. They'll be churches that are led by the spirit. They'll be churches that will allow the Holy Spirit to move through the branches within the church so that the grapes of the people who go to these churches will be able to grow. Because if they don't grow, they'll never get to the point where they'll have their calling their effectiveness be able to be pressed out in the future so we're just praying that this transition that this journey will take place for people in churches that the churches will be able to disciple people effectively to see people truly walking as followers of Christ not just believers you know we're praying that they'll be called for more than what they are currently standing in so let's just start praying together now. Father God, we lift up your global church. We lift up every single Christian around the nations, Lord. We are praying that they will come to a point where they will be connected to a church, that they will be able to get into the word. They will be able to, to connect to the word of God, that they will be able to, they'll be encouraged to read the Bible, to study the Bible, to walk in that place of discipleship so that they can grow spiritually in their walk. We will pray for churches that they will be places that harbor the presence of God, where people are encouraged to pray, where prayer is put at the forefront of everything that they do so that people will be able to walk and get connected into the presence of God through prayer and through worship so that their relationship with you will grow, Lord. We pray that the churches themselves will be connected to other churches, that they will not see themselves as standalone vessels. You know, they are not out there on, the, on their own. They are a grape that should be connected to amongst another group of Greeks that is connected to the vine, which is you, Lord. You know, there is power in unity. And we are just praying, Lord, that you will start to connect people to churches and connect churches to other churches with you at the forefront, Lord, so that we will see churches being more effective in the community and start discipling your people properly, Lord. 
Amen. So let's move on to praying for the nations. So at the minute, we've got um, children and young people returning to schools, to colleges, to universities all over the UK. And I'm sure they are also returning to schools in other nations as well. So the scripture we've got today is from Proverbs chapter one, verse seven, and it says, fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. So I want us to pray today that the children that are going back to school will maintain their relationship with Christ at the center. You know, so many Christian children have spent the whole of the holidays spending more time with God, listening to more worship music at home, going to church, listening to praying with their parents more, spending more time reading the Bible at home than they normally would do during the day. And I want that foundation to be maintained. I want us to pray for for um, church schools all over the nations as well, that they will put Christ first and not be afraid to teach children the ways of the Lord, because that relationship with God, that is paramount to everything that they do. Those morals that will teach them right from wrong, that firm foundation that is more important than anything else they could possibly learn at school. So Father God, we just lift every single child, every single young person across the nations who's returning to school before you now, Lord. We ask you to settle any anxieties. We ask you to settle, to settle any fears or apprehensiveness that they've got about returning to school, Lord. We ask that you will be with them, that your footsteps will guide them, that they will know that you go with them wherever they go, Lord, that they need not fear for you are with them. We pray that any child that's been disconnected throughout the holidays, any child that's at risk, any child that needs an adult to come in and see that they are vulnerable or they need help. We pray that teachers or teaching assistants, welfare assistants, anyone who works in school will be able to see that these child, the, these children have been neglected or they've had needs over the holidays that haven't been met and they'll be able to put things in place for these children on returning to school. We pray that any massive deception in terms of parents will be completely unmasked now, Lord, and that your your teachers, your people who are looking after those children will be able to see what it is that they need, that their needs lie deeper and that you will be able to bring them out of that place, that dark place that they've been to while they've been at home over the holidays, Lord, and you'll be able to make sure that they find that that trust in a person in someone on returning to school and we just ask we just ask that you will keep moving in that area lord that any child that needs that extra support that needs someone to come alongside them and believe them for what has been going on lord we just pray that you will unmask or unveil anything that has happened Lord and that these children will be kept safe and protected on their return to school Lord as well.
Amen. So um, let's move on to pray for healing. Okay, and the scripture we've got today is James chapter 5, verse 13 to 16. And it says, are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. So confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. So I want us all to walk in the anointing that we've been given today. You know, God has called each one of us to pray for healing. He's called each one of us to this platform to pray because there is power when we pray. And there's even more power when we all pray with one accord. You know, we were talking about how the grapes press to release the wine. We were talking about how the olives get pressed to release the oil. So as we are walking in what God's called us to do, as we are walking in this community and praying for healing, we need to believe that God is using us, that the oil that is within us is being used for such a time as this to pray for other people today. So Father God, today we bring before you cancer. We pray that anyone who is struggling at the minute, anyone who has a diagnosis, anyone who feels like their hope or their faith in healing is faltering, we stand with them today, Lord, and we declare a new lease of faith, Lord. Your word says that they will be healed, Lord, and we stand in our faith and our belief today, and we walk and we believe and we declare healing over them, Lord. When they are on cancer treatments and they are feeling weak, where they are feeling feeling like their body is literally being poisoned. We pray that you will give them full restoration and full restoration of their health, that they will be better and healthier than they ever were before they got diagnosed. We pray for a complete healing. We pray that every single cell that any therapy such as radiotherapy or chemotherapy has burned or destroyed in their body. We pray that you will renew every single cell, that you will remove every single side effect from that treatment, that they will have the strength to get up, they will have the strength to walk about today, that they will take one day at a time and they will be feeling better and better and better as they walk and they have this new level of faith and hope in their healing. And we just ask you to be with their families as well, Lord. Father God, it is such a hard time to watch your loved ones it be be really, really poorly. So we just want to lift up those who are supporting those who are sick as well, Lord, any carers, any family members. And we just ask that you will give them a new level of hope and a new level of peace as well, Lord, that you will be with them. You will comfort them. You will protect them. You will show them that they are not in this alone, Lord, that you are also in this with them as well. And they need not fear for their loved one because 
because they know in their heart and in their spirit that you are right there with them and you will not forsake them at this time, Lord. And we've also got another prayer request as well for a nine-year-old boy who's very, very poorly in hospital at the minute following a fall and a bleed to the brain. So Father God, we are also asking you to intervene in this area as well, Lord. We ask that you will give him a full restoration, a full a full healing, Lord, that he will be up and about in no time, that this bleed to the brain will be completely restored and healed in the name of Jesus. We pray that you are with his family as they are currently incredibly worried about him, Lord. We ask that you will protect them, that you will shelter them under your feathers, that they will find refuge in you, Lord, that they will not worry, that their faith will be tested but it will grow in this season Lord as they are waiting on results as they are continually praying and waiting for you to move Lord waiting for you to heal him Lord we pray that you will use this to show them what only you can do Lord we ask that you fuse any bones back together we ask for any bleeding to stop we ask for any side effects after the bleeding Lord will be gone will be absolutely none, that there will be no side effects, no further treatment required. We are praying for and we are believing in that full healing today, Lord. In your precious name, we pray. Amen. So thank you, Lord, for what you have been doing in our midst today. Thank you for hearing our prayers. Thank you that we can come before you with our prayers and our petitions and that you hear us and you are with us and that we are praying your perfect will into their situations, Lord. We pray that this will be a way for people to to see what the power of prayer can do, what only you can do, Lord. Amen and amen. So thank you everyone for joining with us today. It makes such a huge difference when we are all praying together, when we are all praying in one accord for the same purpose. So, you know, God really, really will reward you for the sacrifice that you make every single day as you come on and pray. And please subscribe to the free audio podcast. There are hundreds of prayer experience videos you can listen to. Again, make that space in your life for more prayer. Tune back into the word of God. Tune back in, fill your life from, remove the distractions from your life and start focusing on praying more and you'll find that you are able to step into your calling more effectively. So prayer experience is back tomorrow, which is Friday at one o'clock and we pray that you enjoy the rest of your day. God bless. Bye. See the Lord.
Join them, cry. 